What's up everyone? Good morning and welcome to our Sunday morning Water's Edge online worship experience. We're very excited that you tuned in to join us today. For those of you that continue to share these messages and these links and videos with your friends and family, thank you so much for doing that. We have people who are tuning in from all over the place. For those of you that continue to give, we want to thank you so much for your generosity for giving online. It allows us to help more people and love more people and serve more people and feed more people. Our next food pantry is coming up probably close to the end of this month. We expect to feed probably around 1,000 people with Miss Kelly and her team. Your generosity helps us bless so many people. So thank you so much for that. Today we continue with our brand new series for the new year entitled Rivals. How can we get our wants and our values to align so they're not at odds with each other, so they're not rivals inside of our hearts against each other? And think about this. Think about every time in your life, if you got what you wanted, that would have been probably the worst thing for you. Think about all the times in your life when what you wanted possibly could have been the worst thing for you. One of the reasons this happens is because there comes a time in our life when our wants and our values are not aligned. Okay, so for a few of us, last year was a very, very difficult year, and you hope that it gets better. For a few of us, last year was a pretty good year, but you still hope that this year gets better. But that's not the only group that's listening here today. There's another group of people. And for this group of people, it feels like their life is just a little bit more complex and just a little bit more complicated, and this is why. The reason why so many people feel like their life is a little bit more complicated and complex than that is because of this, and remember this, it's because their life is in pieces, almost like a puzzle. Now, when you put together a puzzle, some pieces are very, very obvious, but other pieces are very hard to figure out where does this piece go in the puzzle? Where does this piece fit in in the overall picture? And this is what I mean. When you buy a puzzle, it comes with a picture with a puzzle put together, what it's supposed to look like. Like this is the end product. This is what the picture, finally, when the puzzle is put together, is supposed to look like when it's done and finished. But it doesn't come finished. It comes in pieces. So again, for some pieces, you can see easily this piece fits in here, this piece fits in there, but there are other pieces of the puzzle, and it's very difficult to figure out where does this piece fit in. And oftentimes, I've found that my life is best described in this way. Many times, it feels like my life is like a puzzle, or my life is in pieces. My life isn't difficult all the time, and it's not great all the time. My life isn't hard all the time, and my life isn't easy all the time. But many times, I simply find that my life is in pieces. And since the last couple of years, many people feel like their life is like a puzzle, like it's in pieces. And this is how I try to explain all of that. Most of the time, there are pieces or parts of my life that are going really, really great. And at the same time, there are other parts or pieces of my life that are confusing to me and they're exhausting to me and they're discouraging and they're difficult and they're, they're puzzling and they're stressful to me. Some pieces of my life are wonderful while other pieces are tough. Some pieces of my life are peaceful while other parts of my life are scary. Some pieces of my life are easy while other parts are very difficult. Some parts of my life are very happy while other pieces of my life are very confusing and Sometimes it's really difficult to, and hard to see and figure out why. How do I make sense of all this? How do I handle this? How do I figure out what God is up to? How do I make this fit into the main picture of my life? How do I make what's going on right now? How do I make this circumstance fit into the main picture of my life? And how do I live with my wants and my values aligned so my wants and my values are not different pieces of the puzzle? They're the same piece. How can I align them? My life is like a puzzle when you just get to retire, but a few months later you get diagnosed with an awful deadly disease. That happened to my dad. 
Your life is in pieces. Your life is like a puzzle when your family is going great, but your boss just told you that you can expect a layoff next month. Your life is in pieces when your oldest child graduates with, with honors and, and scholarships, but your youngest child just got arrested for their third DUI. This is when your life is in pieces. Your life is in pieces when you just paid off one of your car notes. There's no note, and then a tree the week later fell on your front porch. Life is in pieces when you have great finances but horrible health. Life is in pieces when you have great relationships but a horrible job. Life is in pieces when you're doing the right thing but someone in your life betrays you. Life is in pieces when your circumstances are great but you still stay so sad and lonely and depressed. Sometimes it feels like our life cannot be explained as a really great life or a really bad life. Not at all. Sometimes the best way for you and I to explain our life is that it's puzzling it's in pieces. My life is like a puzzle. Some parts of my life are easy and it's going just fine. Other pieces of my life are difficult and very, very hard to figure out and I have no idea what to do. Several years ago, I had a friend of mine who was having the hardest time in his job. He was having the hardest time making enough money to support him and his wife. Him and his wife were high school sweethearts. They had known each other since they were kids, and they were just so in love with each other. They were living in a rundown house. In fact, not too far from the church, their one car was always broke down. And I remember one time they called me over to come talk to him and help him out. And so I went over one night to counsel with them at their house. And I remember walking in, and man, they were just so in love. I'd known them from another town, and they had moved to this town. And after we started the church, they came to our church a few times. And so, man, I just got to talking to them, and they were talking about how they were so in love, but they were, they were hurting financially, and they were hurting with this job and with this bill, and the house was breaking down, and their circumstances were just so difficult, and they were barely, barely making it. And then finally, parts or pieces of their life start to work out. He gets a better job. He, he gets a raise. She gets a good job. They get out of the old house that was breaking down. They get into a better house. They get two good vehicles that were working. They get a savings account. And then everything really starts to work out for them in their circumstances. And then about a year later, they call me and they ask me to come back over to talk to them. And so I do. And this was the story that they told me that night. And it broke my heart. They were having relationship problems, and it just hit him out of nowhere. She was crying. He was crying. They were finally at a place in their life when they had gotten rid of all the financial stress and all the stress from their debt and all those types of things, and their circumstances were just going great. And then one day she let her guard down, and she met another man online, and they developed a relationship, and she realized that she had pretty much been with her husband since they were kids, and she never knew anything different. She kind of wanted to live a little bit, and it just devastated him. And she left, and she never came back. And his life was just in pieces, just in pieces. So now, before, their life was in pieces because their circumstances were just so difficult, but their love was so strong. I mean, you couldn't even break, you couldn't question it. And then once their circumstances worked out and these pieces started to fall into place and they got out of debt and everything got easier, they could breathe, and then their relationship and their marriage started to fall apart. And now this part of their life is in pieces again. So the question is, when your life is puzzling and in pieces, how do you put it back together again? Because this happens so many times to so many people. Well, the first thing you have to do is you have to make sure that your wants and your values are aligned. 
We will destroy our reputations. We will destroy our faith. We will destroy our families, our relationships, if our wants and our values are not aligned. So if your life is puzzling and in pieces, the first thing you have to do is make sure that what you want in your life actually lines up with how you want your life to end up ultimately and how you value what people's gonna say about you when you pass away. Notice what the prophet Jeremiah says about how life can be a puzzle sometimes. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses nine through 10, and I'll be reading out of the message translation. The heart is hopelessly dark and deceitful, a puzzle that no one can figure out. But I, God, search the heart and examine the mind. I get to the heart of the human. I get to the root of things. I treat them as they really are, not as they pretend to be. I treat them as they really are, not as people pretend to be. Jeremiah says that our heart can fold. It can fold under the pressure. Our heart can cave under the pressure. Our heart can deceive us and our heart can fool us in this life sometimes. And it can make our life like a puzzle, like it's in pieces. There's joy and fear in our heart, maybe right now. There's hope and worry in our heart right now. There's love and selfishness in our heart right now. Our heart can be in pieces and on and on. But even when our life is hard and puzzling and in pieces, God still searches, this verse says, and God still sees and knows our heart. And Jeremiah also says that even when you and I pretend, when we pretend that our heart's okay and we're doing the next right thing and we're on top of things, God doesn't treat us how we pretend. God treats us who we really are, what's really in our heart, what's really going on in our life so we can put our life back together again. But here's the challenge. When you put a puzzle together, if you don't know what the overall finished picture is supposed to look like, then you're not gonna know where the pieces go. And in the same way, if you don't know what your life is supposed to look like, if you don't know what your faith is supposed to look like, if you don't know what your heart for other people is supposed to look like, if you don't know what your relationships are supposed to look like, if you don't know where your life is going, then you're gonna have a hard time picking up the pieces of your life, putting them back together and aligning your wants and your values. You have to know where your life is going and where God is leading you. And so let's figure this out. What should be the overall picture of my life and your life? Who am I needing to become in this life? What type of person am I trying to become? Well, notice this. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times and in every situation, the Lord be with you all. Jesus right here is the God of peace. And it says that as we walk with Jesus, he wants to give us his peace in every single situation. So the first characteristic of our life, the first picture of our life, the, the puzzle piece that we're trying to put together in our life is this. We have to be people, number one, of peace. Are you at peace? Even through the tough storms and battles, are you a person of peace? Do you have it? This is what our life should look like. And the key to having peace is knowing Jesus and walking with Jesus. The second piece of the overall picture is this. Notice what James says in chapter 1, verse 2. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. So number one, our life should have peace, but we should also have, number two, a life of joy. And James says specifically in the face of adversity and difficulty. We don't just have joy when everything's going okay, but we have joy even when life has fallen apart because we're walking with God. So are you happy? Do you have joy? Are you a person of peace and joy? Or do you always in this life go to the negative, go to the dark, everything that brings everything down and you bring the people down around you? God wants us to have joy. This is why Jesus called us not only his disciples, not only children of God, but he also called us friends. You want your friends to have happiness and joy. 
The third piece of the overall puzzle of our life is this, 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. At the end of the day, our life should be a life of peace. Our life should be a life of joy. These are the pieces that we're trying to put together. And number three, our life should be a life of love. And we love even when it's difficult. We love even when it's tough. We love even when it's scary. We love even when it does not make sense. And the key to being a person of love is to know exactly who you are in God, for God is love. The fourth piece of the overall puzzle of our life is this. Notice what Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Then I heard the Lord asking, whom should I send as a messenger to this people and who will go for us? I said, here I am, Lord, send me. God in Isaiah chapter 6 is looking for a servant to use to make a difference in people's lives. And God is asking, who am I going to send? Who am I going to send to the broken? Who am I going to send to the destitute? Who am I going to send to the oppressed? Who am I going to send to the diseased? Who am I going to send to the lonely? Who am I going to send to the empty? Who am I going to send to the broken? Who am I going to send to the broken hearted? And Isaiah says, I'm your servant. I want to live with purpose. Here I am. Send me. And so our life needs to be a life of peace. It needs to be a life of joy. It needs to be a life of love. These are the pieces that we're trying to put back together in the puzzle of our life. But our life also needs to be a life of number four, purpose. Our life should be useful in the hands of God. This is living with purpose. It's when you and I are willing to let God use us to serve other people and help other people and encourage other people and love other people and pick other people up and help other people overcome and to love the community and to share God's message of love with all people. Even when life is hard for me, the one thing that always keeps me going is living with purpose, knowing God and making God known. As Christ followers, this is who we are. The fifth and final piece to the overall picture of our life should be this. Notice what Paul says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Paul says that in everything we do, it should point to God. And so our life, the pieces of our life should look like this. We should live a life of peace, joy, love, purpose, and lastly, number five, Christlikeness. This isn't very hard to figure out, but at the end of the day, even when life is difficult, our life, the overall picture of our life should just look more like Jesus. I remember my little brother, Ryan, and I used to hang out at uh, summers at a, a church camp we would go to every single summer. And one of, the camp, uh, one of the camp directors that we got to know very, very well was probably one of the most Christ-like people that I'd ever met in my life. And I remember when he would go through very, very difficult things in this life, and he did. He suffered with severe depression. I remember even as he faced those storms, his life just looked like Jesus. The way he dealt with conflict was like Jesus. The way he dealt with heartache and loss, I watched him deal with the loss of a very close friend. He just dealt with it like Jesus. And this is what our life should look like. When we rise up in the morning, we should have the gentleness and the comfort and the love of Jesus. So now we know what the final picture of our life should look like. It should look peaceful, joyful, loving, purpose-filled, and Christ-like. This is what the finished piece of the puzzle is supposed to look like. Now, anytime I put a puzzle together, I need to do a few things to complete it successfully. And and one key that I want to share with you today in order to complete a puzzle successfully and put the pieces back together is this. And notice this today. This is one of the last things I want to share with you. If you're still with me, Sam, I'm still with you. I need to stay focused. 
If I don't stay focused on the overall picture, then I'll lose focus on where the individual pieces go. The same is true for my life. You have to stay focused when life is puzzling, confusing, when it's lonely, when it's in pieces, when it's troubled and difficult. You must stay focused on living a life of peace, joy, love, purpose, and living Christ-like. Say, Tony, what should I stay focused on? That's a great question. Let me explain it in this way. If you're still with me, Sam, still with you. When your circumstances are in pieces and you lose what you cherish in life, you better know who you are to God and in God in that moment. When your life is falling to pieces and you lose things that you cherish in this life, if you want to put your life back together again, you better know who you are to God and in God. And one of the first and main steps you do is you take your wants and your values and you make sure that they're aligned. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. We hope you have a wonderful week. We can't wait to see you back next Sunday.